your mind and the rest will follow just like us about to tell you, you what we back baby girl woo, 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 woo. what's happening what's up got that throne in my cup i pop anyways uh welcome welcome welcome, welcome. to another episode of i'll, I'll tell, tell you, you what, what featuring KP, a.k.a. The Dude, a.k.a. Flies on Top of the Eagle's Wings. And your boy, Jolly John, a.k.a. Day Notice, a.k.a. He's a Bandit, a.k.a. George Jetson, a.k.a. Zorro, (laughs) a.k.a. Tron, a.k.a. White Blood Cell, a.k.a. (laughs) a.k.a. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So, uh, we're here talking to you about sports. Um, <laughs> this is the week where it gets down to business in many of our favorite sports. Um, we're just across the halfway point of the NFL season. Oh. So, we need to give some midway grades out, all right? Okay. We're going to give you guys two claps, two bravos, two glasses of Moscatos. Yep. And we're going to give you two thumbs way down for mm. some of our NFL picks. Okay. Um, in college football, we've got some very big games coming up in the next couple weeks. This weekend, we have a huge game here in the state of Georgia uh, and down south in the Florida state. Uh-huh. we got Georgia, Florida. Okay. Dogs v. Gators. Mm-hmm. In the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. No! So that's happening this week. Next week, we've got. I do declare. I do declare. <laughs> Next week, we've got Bama, LSU, and we also have. Down and by you. And then we got the Penn State Nittany Lions versus the Minnesota Golden Gophers. So two games next weekend featuring unbeaten teams, which will be huge. Huge. Uh, so, fun fact, uh, every time you say Nitty Lions, I always want to be like, <laughs> like, I just want to do that, like, horse noise, dude. <laughs> like, they, are, they are, they are uh, very Nittany over I, there. Oh, yeah. But they're lions. So they're but like, they're lions. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but before we get into all this great stuff we've got on the show for you guys this week, go ahead and drop a like subscribe or follow to all of us on our pages on Facebook or on Twitter or Instagram. We'd really appreciate it. Um, We took a week off guys just because we had some personal things come up. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into it for our, my co-host, but he had something arise, but you know, we're there and we're still here for you guys, but that's why we took a little hiatus, but we're still here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and John's alluding to I uh, I lost my uh, one of my best friends, my loyal puppy. Don't get me wrong; it's not a human; it is a dog. But she's been with me, you know, for my entire adult life, and it was a it was a big deal. So I was uh, wasn't quite feeling up to it last week. I couldn't be my jolly self, but uh, you know, time heals all wounds, and we will remember Sweet Bailey forever. We will. So it's all good, and I'm glad to be back on the mic, the coconut mic, if you will. There he is! Oh, <laughs> so yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good show. Um, but what about you, John? Anything going on in your life? Uh, no, dude. Uh, I was very happy that I got to see one of the World Series games where oh. breast cancer awareness was definitely popping. If you feel me, y'all. <laughs> you were made aware. I was made aware of the breast. Cancer, Cancer. <laughs> awareness. Yeah. Uh, why don't you fill in the listeners to which you are referring? Well, it's very crazy because actually tonight is game seven. Woo, woo, woo. Are you sure it's the, tonight? It is. Are you sure? I am sure. So tonight, October thirtieth, uh-huh. twenty nineteen. Yes. Featuring the teams. Yes, of the Nationals, Washington Nationals, and the Houston Astros. Game seven. We have three v three, but. It was a world match se- point. Match point. It was the World Series where a few games ago, some two nice ladies were sitting behind home plate. Home plate, and I will say they were very, very stacked in their bodies. They were looking very mature, <laughs> and uh, they were stacked in their bodies. bodies. <laughs> and maybe they 
relieve themselves by you know doing an exercise by lifting no. their shirts. They were yeah, they were just fanning themselves off. You know, like fanning, when you're at the gym yeah. and you kind of like fan your shirt up and down right. to get some air. Yeah, yeah, they were like, "Woo, it's hot out here," even yeah. though it was definitely not. But <laughs> they were feeling flash free. fan. Yeah, they needed a flash fan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's exactly it. <laughs> so we initially found out about this on Twitter. Somebody mm-hmm. posted and they were like, whoa, look what happened at the game. <laughs> the viewer audience the next game shot up through the roof, y'all. Just, <laughs> <laughs> like shot up. They were hoping to get another glimpse. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was pretty interesting. Though. Yes. Probably the most interesting thing that's happened all baseball season. <laughs> <laughs> that has are nothing to do with just baseball. Fans, guys, just so you know. They are banned from all MOB uh, games going forward and stadiums. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So, um, so if you need to see them, you might need to go to your local gentleman's club. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you can find them there. They'll be spreading more awareness. Yes. About breasts. Yes. Cancer. Yes. It is season Susan B. Is Susan G. Susan G. G. Coleman, Coleman, y'all. Uh, yeah. Susan G. Coleman's month. So, you know. They were in full effect. <laughs> yes. So you got that right, John. Um, I've got actually the Houston Astros taking this one. Kyle, how about yourself? Tonight on this game seven? Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh the Astros rattled off three straight wins. Mm-hmm. So They're feeling it. That's what I'm telling you, dude. But then they lost last night. So it's anybody's game. Baseball is like not a sport that's meant to come down to one final game because it's so unpredictable. Unpredictable. Yeah, unpredictable. Oh! You're unbelievable. Oh! You're welcome, listen. That's some Lenny Kravitz. No, no. No, no. I was like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. That was straight 90s, though. Yeah. That, so. yeah. All right. Well, uh, now that we got that out the way, it's time to double up mm-hmm. on our next segment on I'll Tell You What. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. You. you. Will be. You will be. And just like that, we are back on I'll I'll Tell Tell You What. And that's pretty much what was running through the heads of those Florida Gators this week. All right? You will be afraid. Because they got ran up on by LSU. This is college football. Let's go. Sorry. So had to get y'all hyped. Yeah, we really had to get y'all hyped. So interesting weekend we had in college football, right, Kyle? Uh yeah, very interesting. And I think you said Florida, but it was actually Auburn. Oh sorry, yes. My apologies. Yeah. Guys. Yes. So Auburn definitely got stomped. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got nixed. <laughs> they did. But you know what? That game was a lot closer than the people think. Yes. And as a result of that, the winning team, LSU, jumped your team, which I think is garbage. I think that they should have been at the number two spot, but not the number one spot. I am not trying to talk down on LSU. I think you guys are still good. I don't think you're at the number one spot, preferably. That is my opinion. Yes, you haven't proved yourself head and shoulders above the competition. Um, so what I will say for uh, LSU is they did handle their business against Auburn, um, and that was good for them, but they're going to play Alabama. The, both Alabama and LSU have a bye week yes. this coming weekend. So, so the they're resting rest is, up. Yes, coming. So Tua... Tonga Bailoa has an injured ankle that he had surgery on. He's actually back at practice today. Good. So he most likely will be ready for the game. Oh, he will be. Um, he will be. <laughs> so he's going to be back most likely probably something somewhere in the 80 to 90% range. We need a double offense. 
We will do what happens. Yes, Lord Vader. Yes, Lord Vader. Uh, the Emperor is not as forgiving as I am. <laughs> um, no, but I will say uh, the opening betting lines mm-hmm. on this game mm-hmm. uh, for the Al- Alabama LSU game. Alabama is favored by eight points, and that's with the assumption that Tua will not play. Ooh. So okay. I, I mean, you can rank them however you want, but you have a clear favorite by Vegas. Mm-hmm. Usually for number one versus number two, it's not, it's like a couple Huge, of points. Yeah. You know, they're like, they don't want to do that, but they're giving Alabama eight points with the assumption that Tua won't play. They said if he w- does end up playing, it'll go above, into double digits. Yeah. Alabama will yeah. be favored double digits, which is a yeah. huge, it's huge. 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 <laughs> so, so we'll see how that goes. But back to let's go back to and look at some of last weekend's games. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it, dude. So we had Alabama versus the Razorbacks. Who won that? Clearly, Razorbacks. <laughs> the Razorbacks. 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 <laughs> Alabama with star, uh, starting quarterback Tua on the bench. Mac Jones backup comes in, leads the Tide to a forty-eight to seven victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, was a little bit shaky to start, but found his rhythm and ended up tossing. Three total touchdowns, yeah. did not play for the second half of the third quarter into the fourth quarter because they were already up. Yeah. Uh, offensive line looked great. Defense looking very, very sharp. strong. Had a lot like of turnovers. Like a pencil and a knife. Looking very sharp. So getting, getting into form at the right time of year. Yes. Um, you had Al, or I'm sorry, you had Oklahoma, or Ohio State. I don't know where I was going to go with that. <laughs> the Buckeyes. The Buckeyes. They played last week against... Uh, Wisconsin, they mm-hmm. took that dub. They, they did. didn't even move up a spot. That's why I'm saying, guys, it's kind of messed up on the ranking system right now. It's all favoritism and on polls. So this is just the way that the majority of the United States voted. I do not agree with this. I They're going left. I am clearly going right on this. I will so. say that game, <clears throat> Ohio State versus Wisconsin, that was the first time this season we've seen Justin Fields struggle. struggle. He got shut down in that game. He was he was 12 for 22 with only 167 yards. He did have two touchdown passes. Yeah. Um but overall not a strong performance no. from him. The running back for the Buckeyes. The running back, y'all. Uh JK Dobbins for the Buckeyes had a buck 63 yards only off of 20 carries. That means he was averaging over eight yards a carry and he had two touchdowns. Two TDs. So he's basically getting, yeah, he's basically getting a first down every time he touches the ball. That was pretty good. That's Um, a stat. So they're looking strong on that. They still have a very strong defense. That, that anybody that plays them is going to have to struggle. They're going to struggle. Really, the only people I think that are going to be able to hang are people with strong offenses. So you'd like your Alabama, your LSU, like if Oklahoma somehow makes it in there, um, which they won't, uh, I can tell you that. Right why? What now. happened? Oh, probably because they lost this oh! weekend. Oh! oh, how could they? Uh, I don't know because it's Jalen and he hurts. Jalen, so, Jalen, hi Jalen. He hurts so good. Okay, <laughs> he hurts so good. He uh he had a little bit of a subpar performance himself. Mm-hmm. He was uh tell me about he it. He was third. He's feeling a little picky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, so it was crazy though. So Oklahoma played Kansas State. They ended up falling forty-eight to forty-one. Mm-hmm. Um, Oklahoma jumped out to an early lead. I think it was like twenty-one to seven. But Kansas State went on a scoring spree, yes. and they just did not stop. They got Ooh. they got up to uh, forty-one points by early in the third quarter, essentially. And Oklahoma was playing from behind. They were over. They were like twenty three points down. Actually, I'm sorry. They got up. The Kansas State have got got up. Yeah, it was forty one at that point. Anyways, all all that being said, you digest. O- yeah, I digest. Oklahoma did make a furious comeback, and they um they they scored eighteen points in the fourth quarter, and they had an onside kick with like thirty seconds left that they were trying to get the ball back to maybe get in the- there. 37. And they uh they actually did not get it. It was a it was a close play, but they they didn't get their onside. They ended up touching it before it went the full 10 yards, so it was like automatic disqualification. They go down, ba ba boom boom. And that's what made room for a lot of teams to shift up this week. Yes. In the college BTW's Kansas State was not ranked. No, they Unranked were not. Unranked team. Yes. Uh this is what has allowed a lot of movement 
on the polls and just the top 10 teams. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. I would not be pleasantly surprised if you see more shifts happening this weekend as we talked to you guys earlier about. Holy shifts. Holy shifts. Um, <laughs> it's because of the fact that, you know, one of the top quote unquote teams in the nation went down. Yes. So so teams like Georgia are excited. Yes, they're excited. But too bad they're behind the Ducks who took the W the on dub. Saturday. Yeah, they did against Washington State. State. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like they took the W out of Washington. Yeah. If you will, you know what I'm saying? Fives. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Demo over. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a good game for uh, Oregon. They definitely uh, had to take it all the way to the end of the game, but they got it done. I'm really proud of my boys out there. You know you made me want to shout. Throw your hands up and shout. shout. Um, by the way, they play that at the end of every third quarter going into the fourth. Who does? Um, the Oregon Ducks do. The ODs? Yeah, because Animal House was filmed there. So, uh... fun fact. Yes, that's a tradition that they shared at school. Oh. Mm -hmm. Who's so, your favorite uh, uh, character from Animal House real quick? You know... I'm going to have to go with the please, sir, may I have another? <laughs> oh, KB. KB, yeah. yeah Kevin Kelly Bacon. Blue Book. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly Blue Book. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Uh, Kevin Bacon. Five Degrees or whatever. I was going to say, yeah, actually he was my favorite character in that movie. Because he was just so straight laced in there, yeah, yeah, definitely. and they were always like ragging on him. Yeah, <laughs> they were. Um, so I will say in the pack, just a little brief uh, synopsis going on out there. Oregon is favored to win the Pac-12 championship, so it looks really good for them. So they actually have a chance, two chances to push themselves into the top four slot. I will tell you because Utah is still ranked, and they are right behind them in rankings for against Oregon in the Pac-12. Uh, they're currently ranked number nine, and Oregon is at seven. So if both teams hold on, that's definitely going to catapult them up. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so what uh, about, what about this other, uh, couple games that I'm looking at here? So Penn state beat yeah, Michigan state. They so did. they are now eight and oh, they're currently sitting at number six, but they'll probably move into that five slot. Spot. Yeah. Um, I'm with after you Oklahoma that. lost, uh, mm -hmm. Michigan, big, big upset over Notre Dame. Game. Yeah. Sorry, Jay. Sorry, uh, Jay. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> you know, those Notre Dame kids. Yeah. <laughs> Just couldn't get done. Michigan has been struggling mightily on offense basically all season somehow did a offensive explosion and scored 45 points um against notre dame yeah and notre dame only scored 14 Ooh. so yeah major 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 influence on them and now i just feel terrible about it <laughs> um so minnesota has pushed up as well guys and they go against Penn State. Uh, that is going to be, like Kyle said, on November 9th. One to watch for. Yeah. That team is undefeated. And undefeated. they are the Gophers. Undefeated. <laughs> yeah. That'll actually be interesting. Because if Minnesota somehow beats Penn State, then they like officially have arrived. Yes. They have arrived. We have arrived. They have arrived. There's number 17 right now. Where do you think they move up to, John? Uh, Minnesota. I will, Minnesota. I will see them move up to top 10. If top 10? You think they're going to be in the top 10? Yeah. Wow. Maybe. That would be incredible. At 10. At 10. PJ Fleck, the coach um, of the Minnesota Golden Gophers, they, he said that it couldn't be done. No, it can't be done. It won't be done. Um, before we head out, guys um, – I do want to do touch on this real quick, and I know Kyle does too, because everybody we have some listeners. I'm a fan of touching on things. <laughs> on things. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Georgia versus Florida this weekend. Who you got, real quick? I hate to say it, but I do think that Florida will win that game. I've got Georgia, so that'll be our personal gentleman's bet. Okay, of a dollar. Okay. This week. Okay. Um, I think that. Jake from State Farm is going to get it done. You think so? Mm -hmm. I think that Kirby is too stubborn and is refusing to play 
a different style of offense that is going to get the job done. When you lose to South Carolina and you struggle mightily against Kentucky, mm-hmm. those red flags should be like sirening. And and Kirby, I've heard interviews where he's just like, "We're doing fine. It's not a big deal. Like we're 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 good." It's like, no, you're struggling against bad teams. You've lost to bad teams, and. Florida is not a bad team. They have a good offense. If Jake's not on point or they're not calling plays that benefit their offense, you bet your bottom dollar Florida's about to take advantage <laughs> of that. Literally betting that bottom dollar. Yeah. So. And I do think that Georgia's defense will keep Florida's offense in on check their, for yeah, the I was most about part. to say on their heels. So I do think it will be a defensive battle. Okay. Defensive. Defense. Defense. So we'll see what happens as the dust falls. But, guys. Wait, real quick, on the way out, yep. your, t- your top four right now. Top four teams? Top four teams. Mm, Oregon, obviously. Oregon. Uh, yes, I like what I've seen from them. They did struggle last week, but I see them actually pulling it together. Okay. Um, discovering themselves. So I've got Oregon actually pushing up there. Alabama. Mm, LSU. And... Yeah, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. You, all of them actually have very good quarterbacks, so that's why I'm actually ranking them up there. So, how okay. about you, Kyle? I am gonna go Bama, Ohio State. Uh, uh, well, sorry, I just went blank. LSU, mm-hmm. and then in the fourth spot, I I have to put Clemson in there, but I'm not confident. I, that's why I didn't. I didn't put them in there just because I know that, bro. Yeah, I'm not confident in Trevor Lawrence right now. So. Right, but sorry. I do. I'm a little bit more confident in him, or not in him. I'm sorry, in that team organization, in that team yeah. overall, than I am. Let's say any of the one losses right now. Yeah. Okay. Fair so enough. fair enough. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, that's enough of that. CFP. 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 Uh, so we're going to go ahead and get you to the next segment and get you some mid, mid-year mid uh, grades on our NFL talent on I'll, I'll Tell, tell you, you What. Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Aren't you glad that we're back on I'll, I'll Tell You What? what? Uh, <laughs> I was like, where's he going with this? I don't know. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's gotcha journalism. That's gotcha journalism. <laughs> we did not discuss these questions. <laughs> All right, guys. So we've got the shield. The shield's holding, holding. NFL. Um, so some things that have happened and developed over this season. Kyler Murray scored a touchdown in a game. That's something you could talk about potentially. <laughs> you you could, could, but we're not going to. You could talk about the Falcons and how they got rid of Muhammad Sanu. And Matt Bryant, right. the kicker. Whoa, here's two slow claps for them. <laughs> Very bad. <laughs> um, we could talk about the fact that I don't know. Uh, the Patriots are still undefeated. undefeated. That actually is something we could talk about. We could. Um, another thing we could talk about would be the fact that Tom Brady voided his contract for the last years on there. Yeah. Well, so, he accidentally rang in something that he didn't need to, so he had to void it out. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I know. All right. He, had yeah. to put that on he wasn't worried about his voids for no, the day. No. Nah, his supervisor's cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we could talk about how San Francisco <laughs> is still up, up and away. Up, up and away. Yeah, up, up and away. away. So I, I, I come down in a couple of days. <laughs> Shout out to Little Wayne and yep. the Carter for up, up and away. Um, you could talk about that. Or you could talk about how the New York Jets are probably tied, in my personal opinion, with Miami Dolphins for who's flip-flopping around the most to get to (laughs) at this point. Oh, my God. Well, I mean... So where do you want to start, Kyle? Well, if it was up to me, I'd like to start with something that hits close to home. Okay. Let's start with the ATL Falcons. Okay, let's go. DQ. 
So let's just list off the problems and in order of severity. So the biggest problem we have right now is that we have one win and we've played eight games. Okay. So let's just start right there. Just so you guys know, we were at that game that they won. We were at the only game that they won. (laughs) You you could have seen a live stream from us at that one game. So we can't go to every game, guys, unless you guys want to start paying for subscriptions or something. All right. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> but uh so that's let's that's that's first and foremost that's the beginning and the end the alpha and omega mm-hmm. uh we have one win out of eight games so i hear you say the jets are bad the dolphins are bad we are bad <laughs> we are michael jackson bad we are we're bad we're bad you know it <laughs> so okay the second biggest problem in my opinion is dq Dan Quinn. Okay. He has been very stubborn in his approach to the game. He wanted to call the defensive plays this year. He thought he could make a difference. So he fired the defensive coordinator and he put himself in charge of the defense. And what has happened is we have the league's worst defense statistically now. And he gave one of our worst players, Vic Beasley, like he gave him another contract year for $14 million for a bad player. Dumb decision. That's $14 million we could have spent on talent. We could have probably gotten three or four players with the same talent level as Vic Beasley with that $14 million. Or we could have just gotten a better player for that. Anyway, so that's that's Dan Quinn. He's a bad decision maker. He's a bad game manager. He doesn't make the right decisions when it needs to be made a la Super Bowl, whatever, when we lost a billion to whatever. You guys get it. Yes. It was not great. We could have won against the Patriots easily. Could have. All we need to do is score points and just play a lick of defense. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So so that's Dan Quinn. Yeah. You got got another – what, All what's I your, was going to say is, I think we're done with Matty Ice. I think it's time for us to move on. That was going to be my next one. Yeah, I respect the man, but throw some respect on it. So, uh, but it's time for us to move on. Sorry, I dude. agree. To your point, Matt Schaub, our backup quarterback against one of the better defensive teams uh, in the league, the Seahawks, this past week, put up 460 yards with our offense. Julio had 150 yards. Julio! We're chucking the ball all over the place on him. We almost won that game. We sure won that game. Against Seahawks, who are 6-2, and two, a good team, with Matt Schaub at the helm. Mm-hmm. So, What does that I, tell you? I'm just telling you, if Matt Ryan had played, would he have had five, 460 yards? No. It's possible. Probably not. But enough. our backup got that. So what do you think a solid starter could have done? Mm-hmm. Won the game, maybe. Right? Very valid point, Kyle. So I'm Kyle. just saying. I'll tell you what on that. I'll tell you what, guys. This Matt, Matty Ice is about. It's starting to sound like a Natty Ice, ice yeah. which is a very cheap beer. beer. All right? <laughs> We're looking for more of a craft brew. Okay? <laughs> IPAs? People still drinking those? <laughs> so, I mean. I thought, I thought people were on seltzers. <laughs> you know, like White Claws? White Claw. <laughs> White Claw. That was a joke, That's all. <laughs> That was a really big joke, guys. But yeah, so I mean, there's a multitude of problems. I mean, we could spend all day, but I just wanted to bring that to the attention. At halfway, we are ready to wipe the slate clean. We definitely need to get rid of our coaching staff, maybe the general manager as well. He's made decent In-house? personnel decisions, but it's clear that we're not a cohesive unit. We, with our personnel, with any personnel, you should be able to get in the NFL to five wins. Okay. That's okay. Fair. Yeah. If you're a decent coach, you should be able to get to five wins. No, you're right. And that, that leads me to me on my next point, a decent coach named Bill Belichick, who actually was smart and cashed in while the iron was hot. Okay. So okay. In what way? He cashed in because he knew that, was it Josh Gordon, right? JG. JG. Their wide receiver, he is placed on injured reserve, and that's why he traded for Mr. Sanu because they're – Same type of receiver. Same type of receiver, and they were like, well, we need an asset. And Sanu was like, get me out of here, and he took that offer. Absolutely. And in some ways, Sanu's actually better because he's more consistent. 
than yes. Josh Gordon, who exactly. is on and off the field. Like you mm. never really know when he's going to play. Sanu played at the Wildcat quarterback for yeah, us. Yeah, I know. He's good. Like, he is good. I'm actually the one person I wish that we had kept is Sanu because he's actually a solid piece mm-hmm. that we need in our offense. So. Well, Tickety Tom got a piece of that and he voided his contracts. And I think that was just a reason. Guys, it is of my opinion that the reason he did not do that or he voided his contract is because Robert Kraft approached him behind closed doors and was like, I'll give you a gentleman's deal by shaking your hand and saying, like, if you come back, I will guarantee you this amount of money if you just get rid of this contract. Because on paper, he needed to free up cap space, in my opinion. Oh, okay. It looked like it looked like, you know, you want to, like, try and grab people in. So you, you need money for that. Yeah. So freeing up Tom. And his money could help him offset that this offseason. Well, I would say if that ends up being the case, what you just said, I can almost guarantee you that the Players Association and the owners are going to be real pissed and they'll make a rule that says you can't do that. Yeah, because after, that's Yeah, after. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're going to be like, no, that's not fair. You can't. Because what they're doing essentially is they're just taking away his salary and saying, mm-hmm. "We're no, it doesn't count. So we're going to sign more people. But in actuality, there is no quote-unquote rule on that right now. I don't know. I don't know the uh, rule book well <laughs> enough, but I'm assuming since that it's been that he did that, it there could be something to it. It just seems like mm. once again the Patriots are playing in the gray. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm just I'm hitting y'all with it. I'm preparing you. Don't be surprised. They're they're like, doing hey. the equivalent of like when you're watching a soccer game and then one of the players is like, ah! <laughs> and they lay on the ground for 10 minutes just holding their knee because they're up by one with like 10 minutes, 10 minutes left to play. Mm-hmm. And they're like, get up. And he's like, no, yeah. my leg is broken. And then like 10 minutes later, he's like, yeah, so stupid. Yeah. I anyway, wouldn't put it past them. So Patriots doing great at Spe- Midway. Yeah. Speaking on another team that's doing well on the Midway, I'm going to yeah. go with the 49ers yes. of San Fran. So I do want to give them a clap, clap, bravo, and a glass of Moscato <sighs> because they're killing it. Shout out to Richard Sherman backing up his talk, you know. So he's like, oh, oh we feel good right now. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I, why wouldn't we be? Over here, but yeah, Richard. Remember when he lied about uh, shaking Baker Mayfield's hand? Oh, I do. (laughs) For y'all that didn't hear this story, uh, Richard Sherman said that Baker refused to shake his hand in the pregame. In the post, and he said that in a postgame interview, Richard did. And then after the fact, like people were like, wait a second. So they went and looked at the pregame footage, and it like clearly shows Baker like shaking his hand. He's like, yeah, good luck. And then they like went to Richard and they're like, hey, didn't you say you didn't shake his hand? What does that look like to you? And he's like, yeah, that's my bad. I lied about that. Sorry. And you're like, bro, we always respect how straight up you are. And then you're going to come at us with that. Dude. How are we supposed to believe anything that comes out of your mouth now? Dude, it's because he's hating on the Browns. But the Browns aren't even doing well. Another team that's not Wait, doing so Wait, I got to well. go take the Browns in the Super Bowl. I'll be right back. Oh. Flesh. <laughs> So another team that's doing really hot, I'm going to go in turbo mode, guys, real quick. Teams that I think are doing well right now this season. Hit me with them. Uh, still got, obviously, Green Bay. GB, Green Bay, GB. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I'll take uh, Dallas. They're not doing too bad. Cowboys? Yeah, I'll take okay. America's team. Um, I'll take, that's about it. That's Minnesota and Kansas City. That's it. Minnesota and Kansas City. I don't like Kansas City. I would take them off my list. Um, I would add in the Ravens. I think the Ravens have the X factor with Lamar Jackson. He's still new enough that people are trying to figure out what they can do to guard him. He's Michael Vick in like 2001. Oh, that was a good comparison. Because he's just – and there was an article in ESPN Today. It's like – what did it say? Hold on. Let me find this headline really quick. It's – the NFL's ultimate cheat code, a, Le- a Lamar Jackson scramble. Okay. So, yeah, it's okay. like, here's what's going to happen. Everybody's going to be covered. 
and the defense is going to be perfect, and they're rushing you, and Lamar Jackson just sprints for a touchdown. And you're like, well, that's not okay. That's not supposed to happen. So he's faster than your fastest player, and he's the quarterback coach. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, and he can throw it at any time. And if you hit him too hard, they're like, flag! (laughs) You're like, what the hell? (laughs) So I would say. What the heck, you mean? I meant what the heck. Chunky soup. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I got the Ravens. um, And I'd really like to throw in one more team. And I know we just talked about them, but the Seahawks with Russell Wilson, they're once again doing the impossible. They just keep racking up wins that they shouldn't be getting mm-hmm. and i do attribute a lot of it to uh russell wilson yeah and a lot of it to his pc coach. pete yeah. carroll is a really good coach underrated i would put pete on the mount rushmore of, I, of coaches because that's fair he won championships in college and he's won a super bowl mm-hmm. and he's still keeping his team relevant after it got gutted on defense yeah so that takes talent. It takes a lot of talent. So we'll see how they do moving forward. Uh, obviously, you got your Saints in there. Yeah. Drew Brees coming back from an injury. Okay. Um, very good quarterback. Alvin Kamara is actually injured. Alvin! Yeah. Alvin! He's been out for two weeks. He's probably going to come back. Uh, at, they're on a bye week this week, but next week he'll probably come back fully loaded, Herbie. And mm-hmm. um, then you got... You said the 49ers, the Patriots, obviously. Um, Texans lost J.J. Watt again. Sad face. Yeah. That's just – the guy The guy's a beast, and he puts in so much work, and he does so much for the community, and it just sucks. You know, this out. is why people like Dow God, and it's like, no, man. It's not like that. It's not like that. Use – what you got it's not all about football like he's doing great things in the community if you'd like to catch them um the houston uh the houston the houston texans texans sorry it's escaping me they will be playing at 9 30 a.m this weekend guys please look for in them. london in london in london, london town foggy london town yeah. <laughs> baxter you are my little gentleman <laughs> so look shout out there. <laughs> Um, all right, well, John, yeah. I just love talking shield with you, bro, and I just want to, you know, let the listeners know that we love the NFL. Yeah. Like, yes, it can be annoying at times because I keep adding in these rules and all this other stuff, but it's still just so interesting because the players are good. Yes, and when they care about the game, it's fun to watch. Yes, and so. that is a very good point that you made. You know, they do give back a lot to their communities yes um so that is very, a lot of very humble cool. beginnings yeah. out there and these guys like don't have to they have no responsibility to give back to a community that None. didn't give to them mm-hmm. but they do it out of the goodness of their heart and i 100 percent respect that um so i don't really know how we got on that topic but uh, <laughs> we're gonna tell you what on the other side of this break Turn it out. On to I'll Tell You What. Guys, welcome back. We've got the NBA. And it is a season already. Wow. So... Four games for most teams in so yes, far. Yes, and I will. T- I called it. I'm just gonna say this. And got we were just talking about this, but in our little intermediate break before we off called, air, off air. But I told y'all the Lakers were gonna be good coming in. Me too. I, I said told it. you. <laughs> Me too. I said it the whole time. I told y'all the Lakers were coming in hot. I told y'all. That's all I'm saying. But my sleeper team has not awoken yet. Yeah, but they're they 0-4, will. Bro. They are zero and four. That's the Pelicans, y'all. I think they're going to be a great team. Probably midway through the season, they're going to develop. But I think they're going to slide into the AC. When Zion so. Williams son comes back, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, they're going to be all right. We don't be all right. <laughs> all right, um, okay. In other news, uh, the New York or Brooklyn Nets aren't doing too bad, but. 
are I would say their offense is definitely put together. Okay. Uh, Kyrie has definitely been onto a fiery start, dude. Fifty points in game one, am I right? Yeah. And that's a stat right there in itself, dude. Opening game. Yes. Welcome to the NBA is what he was saying, dude. Yeah, yeah. And he is a fan of Brooklyn, clearly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's he's been trying to distance himself from LeBron since Cleveland. Mm-hmm. He wants to be recognized on his own. And I think he's achieved that. And now I think he's in the zone where he's trying to win. He's in the zone. Auto zone. Get in the zone. Auto Auto zone. zone. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty great. Um, One thing I will say as well, uh, kind of a cool thing to begin the season, Trey Young of the Hawks had two straight 38-point performances. Yeah. um, And that's never been done. I just have to say one thing to him. It's a marathon, not a sprint, bro. I agree. And there's some credence to that because last night in their um, fourth game, he got injured in the second quarter, had a, had a sprained ankle. So he might be trying to do a little bit too much. And um, so, yeah, you got to learn to play within your means. And he's not a big mm-hmm. guy either. So you got to keep that in mind. Like as he continues to grow as a player, watch out for just – his development is there, so for sure he's gotten better on the offseason. So yeah, I definitely didn't like him as a player uh, coming to the league last year, but he's actually changed my mind a little bit. So he's starting to get get a little bit better, yeah. no doubt. Um, so that's good. Uh, 76ers are off to a great start. The Sixers, mm-hmm. yeah, they're okay, I guess. Yeah, they're three and zero. Whoa! No one else has three and zero. Everybody else is three and one. What about yeah. the clip show, dude? Uh, no, I meant in the east. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant in the east. east. Come on, Kyle. Go. Jeez, you look like an idiot. Jeez. Uh, no. So, uh, Miami Heat is going to be at the number two seed. Uh, you have Toronto Raptors at three, four is Milwaukee, five uh, Boston Celtics, six Atlanta Hawks. The seven Atlanta Hawks. Hawks. The number seven is the Detroit Pistons. And number eight, the Orlando Magic. So look for that magic to you. Wait, <sighs> really quick. Yo, go. Can we talk about the Golden State Warriors? Oh, yeah. We we're going to get to the West. West Side. So um, they, as, as, well, I do want to say this. Jimmy Butler had a great debut real quick before with we the heat? with the Heat. Yeah. Looking good over there. Uh, apparently, they have a time card check-in over there. As time like, card check-in. To see what, what? Like what time you're going to do the gym. And he's been showing up extra early to make sure that these youngsters are held accountable. But That's stupid. I think he just wanted to be time the Time card check-in? Come on, bro. I just think are we he, hourly now? Apparently. <laughs> He wants he wants to be the man, and he is showing it with his leadership. To so. be the man, you got to beat the man. Yeah, and I think that's the mentality. He's actually sprung up over there. Um, jumping to the West Coast, like you said. So coming out, the number one seed is going to be San Antonio, three and zero. You have the Timberwolves, three and zero. Clip Show, three and one. Dallas Mavericks, three and one. L.A. Lakers, three and one. Utah Jazz, three and one. Denver Nuggets, three and one. And your Houston Rockets at two and one. So I already said that the Lakers were probably going to be the number four seed. Right now they're sitting at five. It's so, four I, games in, dude. Bruh, bruh, don't you discount <laughs> talking me. I'm not about talking about a marathon, discount. not a sprint want, over here. I don't want like, discounts. Dude, I don't want any dude, discounts, all right? No, they look good, though. I will tell you, they play, They haven't played slouches for teams. Their only loss right now is to the clip show. Mm-hmm. But – Remember, the Lakers are without Kyle Kuzma. Right now, yeah. Probably their third best player. Okay. After AD and LeBron. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Clippers don't have their second best player mm-hmm. in Paul George. So yeah. Yeah, it remains to be seen, but it is something to keep an eye on. And something else to keep an eye on. The Golden State Warriors are actually ranked way down. Um, way down uh, they are one and two for the season right now yikes uh, Draymond Green has already said publicly he's (laughs) 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 he's already said we are ugly we are bad we are not 
who we need to be right now. Ugly Betty over there. Yeah, uh, clearly you can see that they're not on their game. And I don't really blame Steve Kerr. I could just tell you as an organization, they moved. They got rid of some people. Clay is out for the season, apparently. They don't have KD. They don't have Clay. They don't have JaVale. They don't have blah, 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 blah. Y'all were like, in Steph we trust. And I'm like, in Steph we bust. See, and the thing is, like, I've always had these opinions about Steph. And I know he's good, but he is not. He's really not even a top 10, like, overall player. I would say he, at his best, is a very, very good point guard mm-hmm. and a three-point shooter. Yeah. Um, at his worst, he's a defensive liability and a brick artist that brick! fires from anywhere. Brick squad. And to, speaking of that, you know who's been doing a lot of bricks so far this season? I don't know who. Uh, James Harden. Oh. The beard. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's actually um, pretty frustrating because as many of you know that listen – I am a big Russell Westbrook fan. I'm a fan of the way he plays. I like his passion. Um, very, very cool. We call him Rusty Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm like following the Rockets Eight a lot closer right now. Yeah, but I mean they have one loss, so it's like it's, it's like again you can't really even look at wins and losses. I don't think until maybe ten games in. Okay, you could even argue twenty games in because mm-hmm. it's just the NBA is such a long season. Eighty two games. 82. So 82. you could look at any team's four game stretch in an 82 season and be like, they're number one. We're number one. You We're know? number <laughs> one. So, but yeah, Harden has been ice cold from three. Like, I I don't know for sure his tried- stats right now, but he's probably like made less than 10 three pointers and he's probably taken 40. I, okay. I think it's just because he tried to get fancy and he thinks he's. You know the greatest, so he needs to. Rope He's it in, still dude. adjusting to the rules as well. They've had some some rule changes and emphasis changes right now. Uh, they're they're trying to make sure the offensive players don't get away with things. So they're watching traveling violations. They're watching double dribbles. They're watching offensive push offs this season. It's a point of emphasis for the refs. So and those were all things that Harden was getting away with. So he's having to adjust his game, but. That's probably enough NBA. I mean, it's still early in the season. It's still very interesting to watch. Um, I recently got NBA 2K20, courtesy yeah, of my that? beautiful wife. Uh, it's okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I can get behind that. Yeah, uh, I just figured out how to adjust the game speed. Oh, how is that, VT Dubs? Well, it's faster. Oh, it's faster. Yeah, it better be. <laughs> yeah. Instead of slow motion, it's like slow motion. I'm <laughs> Pretty just kidding. Yeah. Um, it's like turbo. Turbo mode. Turbo mode. Turbo, 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 turbo. Um, I will say that as far as video games go, because we're going to transition, guys, just for a brief second, um, new releases that have come out. I do look forward to playing that game. And I really wanted to play the new Overwatch. I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, we don't know if that's going to be a real thing yet. We have to uh, wait until BlizzCon, which is this, this weekend. Week. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. To what see the, what they announce. Yeah. If you're into video games, probably something to keep an eye on. Modern just Warfare. The new Modern Warfare dropped out this past week too. Mm-hmm. Great. Played it, guys. Previewed it. Very fun. I would recommend that one too. Sorry, Kyle, to interrupt. My bad. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um. Yeah, let's uh let's hold off for now because um, I do want to talk to you a little bit more in the next segment about some other pop culture things. So we'll be right back on. I'll, I'll tell, tell you what. What in the world is that? I don't know what that is, but I'll tell you what it ain't. I'm just kidding. This is I'll, <laughs> I'll tell, tell you what. what. And this is our last segment, guys, for the day, or rather the week. So we gave you a little teaser with some pop culture, culture. before. Mm-hmm. John was mentioning Modern Warfare, a.k.a. Woo. Call of Duty, a.k.a. You gonna buy me regardless. regardless. I'm the iPhone of video games. <laughs> People gonna buy me regardless. All right, John, give us your... Give us your full review. I want it with detail and stars at the end. Okay, so definitely, guys, it's 
got the feel of Modern Warfare 2 on there for sure. The original um, Xbox 360 classic that yeah, won multiple Game of yeah, the Year awards. Instant classic. So it's got that on there. Uh, it has similar aspects of like the war ratios and stuff like that. It's really cool. But what's really, really cool that I didn't know about it and my friend told me about is that it's apparently it's cross-platform. So it's the first game to ever do that across PC, Xbox, and uh playstation I mean, you can actually John's like i don't even remember the what other. the last one is it's not relevant i'm just kidding but no it's actually legit and so you can be playing on xbox and you're playing against somebody on the playstation yes apparently because they make you get an account from activation which is very very cool so activision activision sorry that's what it is my my apologies guys um, but it was really cool. It makes you sign up for it. It's only, it only takes like four minutes or something like to do. And that's cool. Yeah. There's so, been talks about doing that with overwatch. It would make it a lot better, a but lot better. I digest. Yeah. So, uh, the platform was really cool how they presented it. Uh, they have new ways of coming around corners and shooting at people, which is kind of cool. So, you know, like one problem that, a lot of games have is like when you pop around a corner mm-hmm. you are exposing yourself immediately die. immediately die so now on this game they have it so if you hold a certain button i'm not going to tell you what it is because each platform is different um you'll do just your head around like it's like a diagonal but so you it's still a harder, get shot right no it's a harder shot for them to hit you but they could still do they it can still theory. do it it's just yeah you're really gonna be precise on your aim if you're gonna do that could you squat so, and do it yes you can so, so it's it like could be it'll here turn or here, like yeah, high or low. Yeah, and you'll come around the corner diagonal, like shooting diagonal. You see what I mean? Instead yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. Well, no, I know exactly what you're talking so about. So it's actually like a really nice feature, and I'm very, very impressed with that. Um, it's I, still the same though, where it's like you pretty much have to stop moving to shoot if you want to shoot remotely straight. accurately. No, at no. a distance. Yeah, at a distance, yes. Um, but up close, no. I will say that the shotguns are OP, so watch out for those. Um, <laughs> if you're out there guys on your own modern warfare somebody's got a shotgun hold your breath because yeah. you're about to die you're gonna probably throw the controller because <laughs> it happened to me two times i was like are you kidding me <laughs> see and that was always my problem with any of the call of duties like going back to the very originals it's uh-huh. like you have to almost like premeditate everything and you're almost just everybody kind of sits in one spot because whenever you move around you just get immediately killed Mm -hmm. that's the hard thing about that game so there's no like counterplay you basically just have to set set up somewhere and hope that somebody's running around dude no i mean you can you can do it it's just this game is i like the campaigns in call of duty that let me just say that no apparently the campaign is like i will give that yeah Champagne from a campaign. What's my name? What's my name? What's my name? Asana Jacuzzi. In the background right now, movies. <laughs> Which coincidentally is a level on Modern Warfare. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, so I would definitely check into that, Kyle, because it, it's not the pace of the game can either go very quickly or it can go very slow. So they have a game mode particular where I can't remember what it is, but you take a bomb and you like, it's not blow yourself blow up. yourself up but like the team has a chance to fuse it and stuff like that but it's like elimination as well i can't remember what the game mode was and it's not the typical one that everybody plays mm-hmm. search and destroy it's not search and destroy um because both teams are trying to do it that's why that you know what i mean at the same time so the objective is they still capture that point but it's like who can get it first yeah um so it's really cool on that uh, I like the guns. They got the AUG on there. That's my favorite gun. <laughs> Mow somebody over with that. Um, definitely on point. Uh, okay. The graphics are, are good as well. Okay. So I'd recommend that. Yeah, so. I've seen the graphics do look great on the things I've seen mm-hmm. of Modern Warfare. Okay, so all that being said, what's your final grade out of five stars? Out of five stars, I would give it 3.7. 3.7. Yeah, um, but I'm a hard critic. You know, like yeah, five stars is not really attainable. It's not. It's not. So I don't think I've ever unless played that a game. game if, the only way you can get five stars is if it changes your life, life forever. And I will say the only game that has really, really done that. There have been two games in the history of video games, in my opinion, y'all, that have done that. One is Super Mario. Super Mario you know Brothers, I mean? where it's changed some of the people's perspective of life, and Halo. Halo. That that was such a. 
a momentum. But I will say those two games especially have changed like the way that we look at things and how we perceive things. And Halo, yeah, yeah, no doubt. It 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 created the genre of first person shooters that we have today. That I, I would say, and then even before Halo, like what probably inspired Halo is like Goldeneye. Yeah, Goldeneye too, and that's that's another one, guys. Like I know, I'm sorry, I Goldeneye. forgot about that. By the way, they are planning on re-releasing that, just so you know. Oh yeah, just yeah. like uh, remastered Crash Bandicoot that I have on Xbox yes. right now. So wait for it, guys. It is coming. So that's coming down the pipeline. Okay, just so you know. Um, and yeah, we briefly mentioned um, BlizzCon's coming out. They're expected to announce an Overwatch sequel and/or expansion, which is going to be awesome. Yes, very very cool. Um, so yeah, I mean that's really all I have on that front. Um, again, I got it's all speculation, guys. So we really don't have yeah, anything. We don't know for sure. W- what we do know is that there will be announcements. There announcements, yeah. And so I'm not expecting Diablo anything. Four. Yeah, Diablo Four. Probably will yeah. be announced. I, if it's not, I can guarantee you there will be riots because people <laughs> thought that was happening last year, and they announced a mobile Diablo game, and everybody was like, "No, this is so dumb!" <laughs> and the, uh, like developers were on stage, like, uh, "Do you guys not have phones?" And they're like, "Shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> but Blizzard is supposed to be and is currently one of the best uh, corporations out there for gaming, and they no really, doubt. really do look out for you as the consumer i hope they just don't muck it up and become the ea yeah sport. don't muck it up the Mike. next ea sports you know what i mean so yeah it's in the game uh but notice notable mentions that we did miss on the show earlier guys so the ncaa did vote for uh college collegiate athletes and their likeness to get paid now so i don't know how that's going to work or how that's going to change the game but it will probably impact we don't see the results yet but that will probably impact starting next year something to just consider but with that being said and the reason why i said it now is because ncaa football will probably return and i am about that and you know it'll be even better is this time it won't be like just numbers on the back they'll actually have like their real likeness and all that yeah hopefully fingers crossed yeah it'll be legit legit too legit to quit um so that'll be kind of cool, guys, uh, as well. We talked about it earlier. Zion's out for a few weeks. Um, uh, we just talked about the World Series. So we, we've got a lot that's, like, winding down. Marinating. And, yeah, marinating. It was kind of cool. Just two facts real quick, guys. Last Sunday was the only Sunday where all sports were going at once on one day. Wow. So you had the World Series, football, uh, and basketball, like, a lot of things were going on uh, at once, dude. Yeah. So you could literally it's watch a good time of year. any sport. And NHL, too. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You could watch anything you really wanted to last Sunday. It was kind of cool, guys. Wanted to talk to you about that. And last but not least, on this date, uh, many years ago, uh, a young and talented, the greatest boxer ever defeated George Foreman in 1974 on October 30th. So... That was like his fourth so, comeback. That's the yeah. craziest thing to me about Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. is like if you really detail his career, a lot of people don't know, but they just know he's the greatest and they just assume he was like killing everybody all the time. No. It wasn't that way. He got beat like a few times. multiple times. Mm-hmm. But the thing that made him the greatest was that he's he very would resilient. He was resilient and he would come back and he would fight those people again and like take them down. And every time he, he would be into his like late thirties mm-hmm. and for, like early forties, and he was still fighting these young bucks, and like still put him and and it, and then it would yeah. So like in boxing, the crazy thing is like it's the most exhausting sport. So by the later rounds, like rounds eight, nine, ten, and that's when he you're beat him. Dead. He beat him in the eighth round. Beat and he guys. would yeah. So in the eighth, he would be just standing up straight the whole thing. And then in the eighth and ninth round, he would start doing the rope a dope. Yeah, that's when he and he would it. It start rope a dope. Yeah. And he would start bouncing around the ring, and people would be so demoralized. They're like, "Dude, that's what most people would do at the beginning of the fight is like show that energy." And he would just like hit you with it towards the end, and you were like, "That where I mean, did that come from?" Yeah, and he just mm-hmm. he would just slam you from a distance, and that and that's why he's so inspirational because it's is a true like he was a champ underdog champ. Underdog, champ, you know, like Rocky style. So, mm-hmm. but he was real. 
it's it's that's why he's the greatest. So he's the greatest. He's the greatest. <laughs> um, you know, guys, and I think we'll just probably end on that note. Yeah, you know, we already went. That's our time. Uh, as yeah, they that's, say. that's our time. So, <laughs> but it's been good. It has been good. Yeah, and we talked a little history about some sports there for you guys. So, but he's an inspiration. I do have to say, that. rest in peace to Muhammad. You know, very very inspirational person. R.I.P. Yeah. If you haven't read one of his books or autobiography, uh, definitely look. Highly recommended. Very, very positive person. Yeah. On that note, guys, we'll let y'all be. Thanks so much for listening. And we will see you next week on I'll I'll Tell Tell You What. What.